Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price. Kyle, what's going on, dude? Oh, I'm nothing. Great. Feeling great. We are the, this is the aftermath of my bachelor party. This is the next day. Uh, I did set rules that I wasn't going to get completely annihilated, wasted, because I didn't want to ruin alcohol for myself. Uh, with the trip coming up in two days, we leave. So I think I, I think I did it. I did a good job. Yeah, we. I think we all made sure that we were all like we towed the line, but yeah. we didn't cross it. Didn't the, I knew the killer for me would be if I did too many shots. So I limited myself to three. Ended up doing about five, but I did still. That's still a good number. Yeah, I'll take it. Absolutely. I mean, they weren't brutal shots outside of a one. One but. large <laughs> shot of Jameson that I was not stoked about, but it is what it is. Hey, it's all right. <laughs> At the end of the night, you were still you know standing up, had your wits about I was you. Last man standing. I was the last one to leave the bar with with Joe. Oh, really? Solid gold. Yeah, we yeah. were the last two. Nah, well, I just left my Uber, got there. I was like, fuck it, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm we were right behind you, basically. <laughs> it wasn't much longer. He showed up with a bunch of food, and we we, we had Shout like one more that. drink, and then, nice. yeah, then we left. All right, uh, so let's get right into it. This is going to be a little bit of a quicker episode than normal. At least that's the, the plan going into it, because, again, like I said, we have two days until my, my wedding trip. We leave, so just a lot of shit to get done. But we didn't want to go, you know, weeks without doing an episode or anything talking well, about. Plus, we've I've heard this week that people are questioning as to why we didn't have one already done. <clears throat> yeah, we have some upset listeners, uh, but here we are because we're men of the people. We're here to serve, <clears throat> so we have a new episode coming for you right now. We'll get right into it with the Cleveland Browns. We are recording right now. It's about <clears throat> it's about two thirty. Um, the NFL has already kicked off. It is Sunday. The Browns are on a bye week. And they still but, somehow got a penalty, by the way. Yeah, and uh, Baker did th- just throw an interception. I don't know how that happened. But uh, everything I said a couple weeks ago when I did the uh, Tough Love segment is still happening. So, obviously, it, it didn't didn't click, didn't resonate with them. Uh, Baker's still turning the ball over. He's still throwing very inaccurate balls. He, The team as a whole is still committing too many penalties, making stupid mental mistakes. Um, we were without... Uh, Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams against the Seahawks. They are expected to be back against the Patriots next week after the bye. Um, but, you know, I mean, overall, the, the every time the Browns play a game, they shoot themselves in the foot. It is completely self-inflicted wounds, and they have no one to blame but themselves, truthfully. Uh, that game was exciting and hurtful, all, all wrapped up in the one. Yeah, that was one of the <clears throat> most painful losses I've ever watched, yeah. just because of how, like, I, I mean... I, I don't get me wrong. We all definitely hopped on the hype train going into the season. We all expected the Browns to be great this year. Truthfully, maybe we were a little overzealous, and maybe you know we should have you know crawl before you walk kind of deal. But <clears throat> with that amount of talent, the way Baker played his rookie season, um, the the adding Odell Beckham, I just kind of thought like, how could this fail? It really, it's going to take a miracle to fail. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not a religious man, but I think we're witnessing a miracle <laughs> because it's fucking failing right now. Uh, only in Cleveland, I feel like it is. It sucks to say that, but I feel like it's like a Cleveland thing. It really is it's that like, you have that much talent on the field, and yet this is what happens. Like what happened in the off season to yeah. make them play like this? Odell Beckham is dropping balls, which is something that he's he's never done. He's you know arguably the best receiver in football. He has the best hands. The guy can make these crazy, athletic, ridiculous catches, and he gets a ball that hits him in the hands, and he can't catch it. And then last year, Baker Mayfield set the rookie touchdown record. He did have some turnovers. I think he was 27-14, and 14, I believe, touchdown-interception ratio last year, uh, which isn't bad <clears throat> for a rookie. You obviously want to work on your interception numbers, but still, that wasn't bad. 
And then we go into this year, and, I mean, he leads the league in interceptions with 11 right now, which is absurd. I mean, there's truthfully no excuse. I've gotten to a lot of arguments and debates with people over Baker, and they don't want to blame him. There's a weird thing going on in Cleveland, and I noticed it listening to the radio this week a lot, is the coddling for Baker Mayfield is ridiculous. Oh, They're yeah. so afraid to call him out and say, like, he's not playing well. They blame everybody else. Like, I, I, I listen to callers getting hung up on on other radio shows for putting blame on Baker, which who else should you put the blame on when he's the one throwing the ball? They want to blame Freddie Kitchens. They want to blame the offensive line. The only person throwing the ball is Baker Mayfield. And if it were an offensive line problem where he was getting hit as he's throwing or something like that is causing the the, the bad passes, I would understand He's just doing it on his own. He's throwing the ball behind guys and making it very, very difficult, if not impossible. Didn't no. get sacked once. Seattle no. wasn't able to touch him. And still, three interceptions. Yeah. And two of them, the first one was a timing pass to, I think it was Beckham. Yeah, it was supposed to be and, a four-step and, and slam. So, yeah, so Baker just was, the, the, the play call was, you're just calling hike, take your three steps, you throw it in that spot. You have to trust your receiver. He did. Beckham got kind of bumped at the line by the by one of the corners, and he was nowhere near where he was supposed to be, so that one got picked off. So that one's a timing thing. Okay, I can live with it. I'm not happy about it. Baker should have paid a little bit more attention, but again, I can live with it. And then you go to a second interception, red zone, another red zone turnover. Jarvis Landry covered pretty tightly, but if you throw the ball in front of him, I think he would have been able to catch yeah. it for a touchdown. Is this the one where he olayed it? Yeah. And then, so, yeah. so Baker threw it behind him. So. Jarvis had to like try to catch it off his back shoulder with the corner. Again, literally one of the best receivers him. in the yeah. league of catching the ball in weird ass spots. Yeah, but that was just that was a difficult one. He was super covered. I mean, the corner was right on him. I mean, the the, the coverage was insane. Baker really shouldn't have even thrown it in that direction, in in hindsight. But threw it behind him. Ball got tipped up, got intercepted. Go figure. And then to end the game, we had a possession with like two and a half minutes to go. Uh, we were down by four, just needed to drive down and, and, and could possibly win the game. Baker decides to throw it to Hilliard. Uh, yeah, Dave, what's his first name? I don't fucking know. Um, D. Hilliard? Yeah, Let's I forgot his first that. name. Yeah, so throws to Hilliard, who is, of course, our technically our third string running back. As soon as Kareem Hunt comes back, he'll be the third string, but for right now, he's our backup. Um, I think it's Damian Hilliard. It could be. I don't know. Fuck it. Um, so he, he threw to Hilliard on a, a slant play, which first off, this is where Freddie Kitchens gets questioned by me. Why is Richard Higgins not on the field? If he was healthy enough to be active again for the game, why Don wasn't Trill. he being used? Don Trill. Oh, it is Don Trill. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so why is Richard Higgins not on the field? And in a situation like that, game on the line, this is your, your final drive, you have your backup running back lined up as a wide receiver when you have Richard Higgins standing on the sideline, who's supposedly fully healthy. He Obviously, he and Baker have a, a great connection. And they have good chemistry, yet Freddie Kitchens didn't play him. Well, I heard that I heard that they even like ran through and like had like packages up for him. That's what Freddie claimed. <clears throat> and then like that, Sunday, he said we just we never got to him. They he decided, said, yeah, yeah, decided just not to play. Said, him. But the packages that had Richard in them, they just we didn't end up using any of them on Sunday. Which is like, you're it's it's the fourth quarter. You're down by four. Game winning drive on the line. Two minutes to go, and you're lining up a backup running back as a wide receiver. 
instead yeah. of and Richard we, Higgins. And we want to complain that he bricked hand that ball. Yeah. Even though the ball wasn't where it was supposed to be, yeah. he had to come back for it. I get it. Yeah. yeah, the receiver should have caught that ball. He bricked handed and it was intercepted. I, 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 think I, I hear all that, it, I, but... It was a bad pass. I mean... It was a bad choice of a pass. Right. You shouldn't have been throwing it to him anyways. He shouldn't have been in a position to even try to catch that ball. And I mean, he was in. He was, he was open. He had, he had Bobby Wagner, I think it was, the linebacker, coming <clears> up on him. And as Baker was throwing the ball... Hilliard was slanting inward into the middle of the field. And if Baker would have hit him in stride, I mean, that could have been a big play. I mean, that could have got us a first down at least. Like, it would have been a decent chunk of play. Um, instead, Baker threw it behind him. Hilliard had to turn his entire body. Again, a running back, not a wide receiver. <clears throat> even even Beckham would have probably had trouble making that catch. But uh, do you catch yourself now, like, watching Browns games? And I've, I've, I've twice now in the last two games where I'll just watch Baker. Like, he'll he'll step back, and I just watch to see if he's truly one-reading everything. Yeah, he is. And he is. He is, big time. There's no question about it. Like, I look at it, and I know he's step back. He does drop back, two, three-step drop backs. And he always does. He's looking right to where it's going. He doesn't look anybody off. He doesn't He doesn't look one way and fake the other. Maybe once or twice a game he does that. But other any anywhere else, it's all just coordinated. Like, he, everyone knows where he's going. Yeah, there was one play. He threw it. Uh, I think we ended up scoring on the drive. Um, but he, he, he tried for a throw in the end zone. And the guy was super covered. And, I mean, Baker put the ball in a good spot. It wasn't an intercept or anything like that. But still, he, he threw it right to this one guy that he looked at. And then when they replayed the play right after, they showed. And they were like, wow, this guy was wide open right here. And it's like, huh. I wonder how Baker didn't see him. And then I looked at the play. I watched Baker, and I saw him. He just straight on it. stared yeah. right at the tight end, called hike, stared him down, waited. I think it was to uh, Harris, our, our backup tight end. And I think he just waited. He just stared him down, saw him get in the end zone, threw it right to him. Didn't look anywhere else. Didn't attempt to, to look anywhere else. He just said, I'm fucking throwing it to this guy. Yep. I don't care what happens. And, I mean, you got to correct that shit. It's getting... It's getting late early, if that makes sense. The season, I saw a bunch of people tweeting, and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll be fine. It's early. Like, guys, it's week six. You only play 16 games. I hate to break it to people, but it, it's not getting any earlier. And the teams that we thought that we could steamroll over these next 10 games are actually getting better at football. Yeah. I mean, let's not joke. You get New England. We all assume we're going to lose that game. 100%. Um, after that, I think we have Denver, who Denver is playing eh. But yeah, Denver. Denver decent. did play awful last week, but they have had some moments. Yeah, their defense is still a legit defense. You yeah. still, you still have what Von Miller coming after you for right now, unless yeah. they trade him yeah, before we play him. Uh, but then you have Buffalo. Buffalo's Buffalo's a good legit. Team. Yeah, like their defense. I I think their offense sucks. I think Josh Allen is not a very good quarterback. Um, but defensively, they they might have truthfully the best defense in football. Right, and then you've got one of. Pittsburgh twice. We all want to assume we're going to beat, but Pittsburgh you never know has been playing decent enough football to keep them in games. Yep. And, and their defense is their playing lights out. Their defense is still their defense. They're yep. still good. So where we think we're going to roll over these next whatever, I would say I see next 10 games. I'm thinking at least the last eight games mm -hmm. is where we could really swing or miss on anything. Yeah. There's no <clears throat> gimmies there other than Cincinnati and Miami. And, and some of those games, it is going to come down to coaching. It's going to come down to will Freddie get out coached? Because right now, if we play the Steelers, talent-wise, like you said, we should beat the hell out of the Steelers. Yep. Coaching wise, Mike Tomlin could come up with a game plan that makes Freddie Kitchens looks like he's you know never played football before. Unless or, Tomlin, or football. unless Tomlin gets traded, yeah, unless Tomlin gets fired, that could be, that could be a <laughs> I problem. I keep on too. seeing the trade rumors of Washington trying to trade for him. I could see that. There's a lot of rumors <laughs> for that after they traded Gruden or, or fired Gruden. Yep. Uh, speaking of Washington, uh, some rumors came out this week that the Browns had been contacting Washington to try to get Trent Williams. Um, as great as that would be. Washington adamantly has been saying no. There is no chance for trading him, which is pretty annoying because he would be perfect for us. 
at the right price. Don't get me wrong. I think we've talked about it a little bit before. And I said I wouldn't trade anything too crazy for a 30-year-old um, left tackle that has shown that he has issues staying healthy. And he uh, he hasn't been able to stay healthy in Washington. He doesn't like the organization. He doesn't like his contract. So he's he's got a lot of issues going on right now. And he refuses to play for Washington, but then Washington is refusing to, to trade him. So kind of a double-edged sword there, as much as I would love him to be there. Um, they're they're asking, be here, I should might, say. They're asking way too much. Yeah, they're either asking too much or they're just being stupid by not – like if you run a business, and, and I consider football a business, you have a guy that's that disgruntled that he's refusing to show up, and he's straight up told you he's not playing. He's 30 years old. You have teams offering you draft picks for a guy that wants nothing to be with your organization, nothing to do with. Do it. Make those trades. Get get some assets for the future. You, you're in a rebuild anyway. You just fired your coach. You just drafted a rookie quarterback who – Dwayne Haskins apparently is awful, and he's so bad they won't even play him. Why not get draft picks? Plan for the future. But it is Washington. Washington though. is they, Washington. They don't know how to fucking run yeah. their program down there. So until Dan Schneider sells the team, they're they're going to continue to be the the laughing stock of the NFL essentially. Um, yeah. So the Browns disappointing loss against the Seahawks last week. They are in a bye week. Hopefully they can right the ship. But I just want I, mean, I, I want it to be competitive. No turnovers, very little penalties, and a competitive game. And if we lose against the Patriots and still do all that stuff, I'll be okay with yeah. that. I, I don't want to lose, but I'm just saying, it, as long it, as the game looks clean. Yeah, you know? I, I am a big uh, proponent of saying that I don't believe in moral victories. So going into Foxborough and losing, I mean, sure, there are things to take away. But that is the one instance where I will say there could be a moral victory because the Patriots are a powerhouse. Their defense is legitimately scary like it's one of the best defenses in football i'm which is weird to say about new england because they've right? always had like a decent defense to it's get always been by, tom brady now it's but the it's opposite. never been scary like it yeah. has been this season right now i mean oof. it teams are really having trouble moving the ball i mean last thursday they played the giants and uh don't get me wrong the giants they scored but it wasn't really that close uh as, as it looked but yeah, the Patriots are legit, and the way Baker's turning it over, and the way Belichick can can game plan. I'm, I'm oh, that defensive coordinator is salivating at the chance to play against Baker. I'm legitimately very nervous for that game. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be. I'm thinking it's the nationally televised game, so it'll be on in the Punta, in Punta Cana, which would be great. And it's a very football heavy weekend we have coming up here: Ohio State, Notre Dame, Browns. Yep. Oof. Can't wait. Saturday, wait. Sunday, gonna be great. And we have no worries in the world. Nope. I can't wait for that. But. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting because I'm I'm very worried about this game coming up. The way Baker's been throwing it, the way Baker's been playing, the way the Patriots can game plan and shut down a team. Uh, like if if you if you think Odell's numbers have been bad, I assume Belichick's game planning to take Odell Beckham out of the game. Basically, that's what he does. He he figures out a way to shut down your best offensive feature and says, "Beat me some way another way." Have you ever seen those like pregame interviews that Belichick's has like joked around with the the. Uh, Chad Johnson's one I remember seeing all the time. Mm. The uh, where Belichick walked up to him before their game and said, um, "I'm not sure what you're going to do today, but you're not catching a ball." And Chad's like, "Are you are you serious, man?" And he's like, "Yeah, you're not catching a ball." He didn't catch a ball that game. Yeah, like they schemed just to make sure he never That's got 100 percent what they. Do. I just love that. Like Belichick's like that, like quiet fucking shit talker. Yeah, he is. Like you look at him and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, it's Belichick. He's mean. He doesn't, you know, he gives short, blunt answers." But when he actually talks and lets loose a little bit, you're yeah. like, "What the fuck? I didn't expect that out of him." Yeah, it's like a he's like a mafia guy. <laughs> Godfather. He really is. I, I I I hate him, but I love him at the same time. It's the it's only weird. the only NFL coach that's not legit in Madden. 
because yeah. he never he signed won't, up He won't let it. him use his likeness. It's like a Michael Jordan back in the NBA game yeah. back in the day. You know? It's funny. I love it. <laughs> it's, he's just like, he has no time for that kind of nonsense. It's straight <laughs> straight football. We're going to win, and that's it. So, yeah, I'm nervous. That game's coming up, but uh, we'll get to more about future games and whatnot in a little bit. Uh, the NBA season kicks off uh, Tuesday, two days. The season begins. Uh, the Cavs season starts on the 23rd. Uh, so I figured... You know, I'm not a huge NBA fan, really. I think it's a very watered-down product. It's not as fun to watch anymore, at least for me. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's still doing great. It's making a killing. Uh, not in China anymore, but it's still doing really well. Mm-hmm. Got to work that in, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> have, you uh, have you read more about that? Not to get off topic, but have you read more about the Adam Silver thing? About how like um, he, he legit came back from China and like there's some shit that's like there's shit that's that that really fucking destroyed. Yeah. Like I, I didn't read a whole lot about it to be honest. I've just been kind of um seeing all the reports of like there's this a, Chinese the, company. The fallout the fallout yeah. from that alone is going to fucking yeah. shockwave is what I'm They are reading. basically trying to ban the NBA over there. Um a shit ton of Chinese companies that had you know, shoe and merchandise deals and shit like that with players have all backed out of their contracts. Yep. And, like, you know, it's, it's a huge backlash. But, I mean, if the NBA is smart, you know, stand up for the people of Hong Kong and China and, and all the shit they're going through. And instead of trying to be Switzerland in the whole situation and just be like, oh, well, you know, we're not here to get political and blah, blah, blah. Just fucking... Um, don't have LeBron be your spokesperson. That's another thing, too. You should have somebody that legitimately knows what the fuck they're talking about discussing it all but uh they, they should realistically come out and defend the people that are that are fighting for their freedoms and i know you know we don't want to get political on this show either but i think if the nba stood up for those people and helped influence a difference in china that could be the biggest thing in in sports history instead they're so worried about dollars and cents and making money and and and, and viewers and things like that that they're just trying to keep themselves out of it which i think is a very pussy move but i guess hey, the meme i saw the other day was it was funny it's the who was it that said "shut up and dribble"? It was it Trump? Or who uh, was it? I don't remember. It was some woman, so, I think. Back in it, yeah. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. So I just assumed it was a Trump comment, but uh, so the meme had four pictures. One picture was the "shut up and dribble" and LeBron saying what he said. Then the next one was like the China like dictator saying "shut up and dribble." And it's and Le- a picture of LeBron, and LeBron dribbling. dribbling. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like I mean, come on. Because I mean, I guess it's it's hard for me to put myself in that situation in their shoes because I don't have million, billions of dollars on the line, so. Right. I guess if you put that in front of me, I would probably be like, well, if a couple Asians have to die, yeah, I guess they got to go. So I'm gonna dribble this basketball yeah, over here. I guess it, it's easier to say it, but but again, you know what a clusterfuck for the NBA. But thank God we live in the good old U.S. of A. Absolutely. So I don't have to worry about any of that shit. Sorry, China. Mer- America. Sorry, China. Uh, so we will get into it. Like I was saying, I'm not a huge NBA fan of following it. Like you know, if there's games on and there's really nothing else to watch, I'll throw it on. Aside from like a Cavs game, I'll watch bits yeah. and pieces until basketball, we're getting if you, blown if you catch out. Catch the last five minutes of a basketball game, you're good. That's honestly that's all you gotta watch. That's really it. And then the way guys are teaming up, like it's not fun anymore to be like, okay, we have, you know, Kevin Durant versus LeBron James. Awesome. Now it's okay, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis against. Now it'll be, uh, Kevin Durant and 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 Kyrie Irving. Like everyone's teaming up now. No, you it's have wheelchair and Kyrie Irving yeah, right now. Basically. You have Russell Westbrook and James Harden teaming up, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So it's we're back to like the super teams. It's kind of taking the fun out of it because why the fuck would I want to watch, you know, Cavs and Pacers? You know what I mean? Like I'm a Cavs fan, so I'll watch it. But to the regular everyday NBA fan, they're gonna look at that game and be like, "Fuck that!" Why oh, would I, I watch that? I guarantee out of the eighty some games they have, right? Eighty. How many? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll watch ten. 
maybe. Yeah. And uh, that's if it's like a night where I have nothing else going yeah. on and I'm flipping through. I'm like, okay, well, I guess and I'll put I'll, this on. I'll, I'll in the background, on most Cavs games if I'm home. I'll throw them on. But to see I see a score, right? Just to check the score yeah. really quick, maybe watch a minute or two. Because, I, like I said, I, I truly expect the Cavs to be awful this year. I think they might be the worst team in the league. Um, them and the Knicks are going to continue to be terrible. But I really do think the Cavs are going to be bad. And, and not, nothing against them. It's just you're, you have a young team. You have a first-time head coach. So here come growing pains. And, I mean, I do like the the – possibility of those two in the backcourt yeah darius garland and colin sexton that could, could be could very eventually, interesting it could be like what portland has with cj mccollum and uh uh damian lillard it could be but i don't know uh it's gonna take a couple years to develop and i'm not that excited uh yeah there's someone someone here <laughs> so yeah i'm excited for the future for the Cavs, but as of right now i i'm expecting them to be terrible so and just the NBA overall has kind of doesn't interest me much anymore, to be right. honest. So we'll give a quick rookie of the year prediction, MVP prediction, and champion predictions just to just to get them in stone here before the season starts so we can go back and, and take a look and see what happens. So I'll jot them down as we say them. Uh, We're not going to put a bet on this one. No, this I is feel just like bets yeah. this season for me are just yeah, going to go going well for Kyle. Uh, and, and like I said, I don't care enough about it to like, want to put anything down to be like, yep, I I'm betting that this guy's going to do this. I'm kind of like, ah, fuck it. Here's my thought. (laughs) So, so who's your, uh, who's your predict or who's your guess for rookie of the year? So, I mean, obviously I think the easy one, I think we're, I I, I would think you as well. We're going to, you would pick Zion. I think that's like the no-brainer pick. I thought about it, but I I honestly want to go for Morant. Morant, more John Morant. Yeah, Yeah. John Morant. I think he has uh, good odds too, and that's I what think I was he's going to be healthy all year. He does have good odds, and yeah, so I think since Zion is the gimme pick, everyone's going to want that. In my head, I think it's going to be Zion, but just for shits and giggles, I'll throw a curveball in there. I'm going to go Darius Garland from the Cavs. Really, I think a new the, the I like our coach. Um, I think he can really develop young players, and I'm I'm intrigued by Darius Garland to see what he can do. And because the Cavs are going to be so bad. We're going to need somebody to step up to be that star. And if he can do that, that would be huge, and that would be great for the Cavs' future. So I'm just going to roll the dice and say that maybe that's going to be him. So I'm going to write these down, like I said, just so we can go back and remember. And I, So Kyle has Moran, yep. or Morant, um, and I am going with Garland. Wow, Ohio State only moved up to three. Yeah, fuck, fuck the college bowls. I just saw the, the, the AP just came out. Crazy. Um... Okay, so next. Sorry, I just. I oh no, you're good. It definitely How fits. Michigan's still fucking ranked, dude. They dropped it. They're 19. Are they? Weren't they 17 yesterday yeah, or something like that? They, they lost, lost and they dropped only to 19. Okay. That's yeah, that's just NCAA just wants Michigan in the top 25 to make Damn. it a more exciting sell when Ohio State plays them. But by then, Michigan. Oh, this should get their ass kicked. Ranked this about a thousand coming up. <laughs> They're gonna get their ass kicked this week. Uh, rookie or uh, I'm sorry, MVP predictions. Uh, I'll let Kyle go first. I'm just going to throw out the easy one and go Kawhi Leonard. Okay, good pick. Uh, I think that him and uh, George are going to be a, one healthy duo out there in L.A., but I think Kawhi's just going to have another. I think he's on the uptick of his, like, prime. Like, you know, Kawhi was really always good, you know what I mean? Like, 100%, yeah. But he never had the spotlight on him in, in San Antonio. I think he – I. I think he kind of grew tired of San Antonio, truthfully. And yeah. I, I think that there was something there that the, the way he came out 
And I mean, like you said, he's always been great, but the way he played for Toronto last year to, to, to lead them to a championship yeah. was insane. Like that oh, was yeah. in, in retrospect, we'll go back and look at that. That was know, 20 not, years from now. We're going to go. That was a fucking amazing. That, that thing was that not Kawhi San Antonio that Kawhi. That was exactly. That was like, he was a new man. It's like he hatched a shell and grew into a different yeah. person. A and version rumors of have been going for years that he's, he's interested in going to Los Angeles. That's where he's from. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone just assumed the Lakers. And then curveball, he goes to the Clippers, and then Paul George joins him. And you're like, oh, shit, the Clippers were already a pretty decent team. And then you add those two. You have Doc Rivers as your head coach. Yep. He's a great coach, let's be honest. And they still have a decent team around those Yeah, two. and they didn't lose much. So they're, they're fucking loaded. Uh, the Clippers should be legit. And, and I think this could be, in, in, like you said, he, he's already great. But this could be another level of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, because I, I feel like he's, he's, he's where he wants to be. It's like there's Kawhi Leonard, then there's 2.0 Kawhi in Toronto. Yeah. Now. It's like Kawhi 3.0. And it's <laughs> like he's just going to just... He's like an iPhone. He just keeps having <laughs> updates. And then we, we think we may have gotten to the final update right now. <laughs> Did China make that one too? No, because uh, it didn't kill him through... Uh, slave labor or anything um but yeah no, that's my pick i think Kawhi's is going to have another f- phenomenal season um and i think it's gonna be mvp for the year i am going curveball as much as i don't like the guy kevin love i wish i love kevin love <laughs> i wish he should be an mvp he's staying in cleveland on this awful team he deserves it uh i'm going lebron james really i think lebron is that kind of guy that doesn't like to be the butt of jokes. And he went to Los Angeles and he thought everything was going to be great. And they sucked. They didn't make the playoffs. Everybody's laughing on him and ragging on him about how all he cares about is making movies. Then they go out and get Anthony Davis. And I think those two together, are. it's going to take LeBron's game to a different level. He's never played with a guy like that, like Anthony Davis. So the way they can pick and roll and pick and pop and shit like that, it's going to be impressive. And I just think that LeBron has something to prove this year. And I think he has a new sense of comfort, almost, knowing that Golden State has been destroyed. Uh, Kevin Durant left. Klay Thompson's going to be coming back from you know uh, a torn ACL, which could potentially make him just miss this entire season. There's a good right. chance. Or if he does come back, it would be right around the playoff time, which... You know, I, I guess he's a pro athlete, so he's athletically gifted in, in a miraculous way. But how healthy will he be come playoff time to come back? He's got to be fresh, playoff ready. Right. Like, that's asking a lot. So if they do rush him back like that, that could cause disaster. I know they added D'Angelo Russell, but I do think that the Golden State Warriors are no longer a threat. And I think the door has opened up a little bit for LeBron to get the, another the championship. The Western Conference is very intriguing this year. It really is. Absolutely. I agree with that. The Western Conference is going to be fucking good. Yeah, it's, good. Like, that's, it's really that's good basketball is, being like, put on. The, the, the Western Conference uh, playoffs are going to be amazing to watch. Yeah, like the East, we have Philly, who I think is the best team in the East, I would say. Um, I, yeah, I'd agree with that. Boston should be decent, but I don't think they're anything to, to, to be afraid of for a championship t- per se. Uh, Toronto, they did lose Kawhi. I still think they'll be a decent team, but again, it's going to be... Uh, just just a playoff team. I don't expect them to go anywhere. I mean, it's the East. You and can then the sneeze, field. and you can be exactly in the playoffs. Like, the Cavs. I do think are so bad. That's why that they I said I think no chance. That's why I honestly playoffs. still think the Cavs are going to do eighth seed. <laughs> they're going they're going to catch their fire in the second half of the season, and then then you're going to have them sneak just, in those playoffs. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on that one. I don't see <sighs> it. Right. Um, so the yeah, I'm going. I, I'm going LeBron I'm James. Guesses this year. I'm yeah. probably going to be <laughs> whatever wrong Kyle says. I have to pick something else. <laughs> it's all just red flagged as soon as he That's starts talking. That's why I make talking. you sound like you know everything because everything I just say is going to happen. Like, I go opposite, and then you end up being right. So, <laughs> so far, so good. Um, but yeah, so I'm going with LeBron. I think, like I said, he's got something to prove. At his age, he wants to still show that he's the best. And 
And don't get me wrong, I'm not just being biased because he was in Cleveland, but there were times that, you know, Steph Curry got an MVP when it should have gone to LeBron, I think. LeBron did get snubbed on some MVPs. He is, truthfully, the best basketball player in the league. He is arguably the best basketball player of all time. And the fact that he doesn't just get an MVP mailed to him every year, continue, like they should have it on a loop, like the NBA should tell FedEx, like, hey, uh, every year, this state, just mail it to LeBron. He's getting it. They should do that for a while. And he unfortunately does not have enough MVPs to justify how great he is. Like, it's, it's kind of a shame. When we get back into an actual real, like, long episode, we'll have to circle back around to that comment of LeBron is the best of all time ever. Okay. I'm, you don't agree? I, I, I agree and I don't agree. Okay. Uh, I think... I think generation-wise, I think yes. I think the way basketball is played now, sure. Yeah. But I don't think he was the best of all time, and I still think that's Michael Jordan. But yeah, we'll, we'll circle back. Yeah, we'll get to that, that another time. Absolutely. That's a good debate. I'll, right I'll there. jot that down yeah. for future. Um, and then now, while I'll let Kyle start this off too, we will pick our uh, our picks for champions. Um, so, do you want to do just what Eastern Conference champion, Western, and who we think is going to win between those two? Yeah, we'll do who's going to the finals and who's winning it. I like all that. Right, so, out of the West, I'm going Clippers. Uh, I think okay. that. I mean, it's going to come down out of the West. I even go back one step further. It, I think it's going to come down to a Clipper-Laker uh, final Okay. in, in the West. Uh, I think that the Lakers have a solid team. And like you said, LeBron, he's going to put them on his back and carry as far as he can anyways. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the Clippers come out of that one. Um, talk about having to travel home and away for the playoff game. You know? Right. <laughs> Just switching locker rooms uh, right? every day. That is kind of the annoying part for them, I bet. <laughs> um, out of the East, I think it's going to be Philly. Um I think the finals with them, it's going to be uh, Philly and either Toronto or Philly. And, and I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I think Brooklyn might sneak their way to a uh, really? a deep run in the playoffs. I know I know what's his face. Like, I, yeah, Durant won't play this I year. I know, but I still um, think that that's an interesting team out there. I think Kyrie has a lot to prove to himself. Um, and I think he's going to carry that team as far as he can as well. But that's my dark horse pick out there. Okay. But I still think Philly comes out of the East, so it's going to be a Philly. Philly Clippers. Um, Philly Clippers, and I think Clippers take it. All right. I'm going to underline the Clippers for Kyle's pick. I'm pretty much in the same boat. I think that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard together, uh, the the defense, it's going to be really fucking hard to score on those two. Those mm-hmm. guys are both elite-level defenders, elite-level shooters, offensive players. I think that's just going to be a tough team overall. Um, so I, too, am going to pick Clippers out of the West. Um, and I, I would think... Clippers, Lakers, depending on how the seeds are going to work out, would be the, the in the Western I mean, Houston's Conference Finals. Like a second, yeah. So that's right what's there, tough. Yeah. So I'll just to curve it up a little bit. I'll go Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston loses to the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Clippers go to the NBA Finals where they will take on the Philadelphia 76ers, who I'm not even going to pick their opponent in the East. I think they coast into the finals. And curveball, trust the process. I think Philly has it figured out finally, and I think I'm going to go. The Philadelphia 76ers are going to win the championship. Mm. That's my pick. I think I just joked on my Gatorade, right? I like uh, that pick, though. I just think, you know, they, they've been building this team for so long, and it's been a slow uh, a slow climb, and I think they're there. I think they're going to put it together. I think last year's disappointment of, you know, losing in the playoffs, I think, kind of taught them a lot. And I think, actually, I'm going to, depending on how the seeds work out, I'll go Philly against the Bucks. Um, I forgot about Milwaukee. But... I, everyone forgets about Antetokounmpo. Like we we made our MVP picks, we didn't even talk about nope, him, and he no. just won it. That's the crazy I part. Know. Like there's a good chance he's going to win it again. Like there I, is, I and I, I forget about him. It's not NBA a purpose, executives but... uh, have like voted for their preseason shit, and they all said they think Giannis is going to uh, repeat. Do you, do you think MVP? he's going to stay in Milwaukee? Yeah, his no I think his contract's chance. up what next year, right? I think so because he's I still think... playing on a rookie contract, right? Yeah, I think he's going to stay for one more contract. 
So he'll be there for another like four years, give mm-hmm. or take, and I think he's gone. Yeah. I think eventually you just you can only play there for so long because that's the shame of the NBA nowadays is when you don't want to be in these small cities. You want to go to a, a big city team and you want to team up with other people. Yep. And I think him and Chris Middleton, like they're they're a good team. Um but I just don't think they have enough firepower to really go anywhere. So I'll have them losing to Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals and like I said, just going with something random since like they don't mean anything. I think the process works out because all these other guys are teaming up for the first time. LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis uh, have never been to the finals together. Anthony Davis obviously has never been to the finals. And then I, I just think there's a learning curve that goes along with teaming up with people. Same thing with the Warriors. I don't like the Warriors without Klay Thompson. Um, I, I truly, I, I know Steph Curry's a great player because of the way the NBA works, he just shoots everything. And for every 15 three-pointers you see him make in a game, they don't show you the 10 that he airballed that game. That's why I'm not a Steph Curry fan. I don't think he's as impressive as other people say. No. In my personal opinion, maybe, again, I'm biased because of the, the feud between the Cavs and Warriors. But yeah, I, mean, I, but I, think, it, I think Steph Curry's very overrated. And I think, like you said, and this, this will end up, we'll talk about this a lot, I'm sure, when we do the Michael yeah. Jordan-LeBron talk. It, different era, like Steph Curry would have never made it in the NBA. Right. Back in the 90s, when you could throw an elbow and push a guy around a little bit, Steph Curry wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. Current NBA, where you're not even allowed to breathe on a guy without getting a foul called on you, Steph Curry is going to dominate. And so I'm, just, I'm really generation. not impressed. I'm yeah. really not impressed by Steph Curry, truthfully. Don't get me wrong. Great player. He's a Hall of Famer. He, he, best three-point he, shooter of all time. Probably he really hit, go down some, as. He hit some threes when they it hurt yeah. the most against us. Yeah. That's why you remember those with Exactly. Um, but so, yeah, no, I agree. So yeah, I think you know there's just the the chemistry between guys. Same thing with Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George has never been to the finals. Paul George and Kawhi have never played together. Now they are. It's I think it's going to be you know a learning curve. So I just think I'll go with Philly and their uh, their tenure together as the the advantage. So give me the 76ers. And even though he doesn't play for him anymore, I'm sure they would send him one. I would like to see Allen Iverson get a championship ring. That's my guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to sign him That's at why the I end. picked him. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. They give him a one-day contract just for game seven, and then he wins a championship. <laughs> um, so speaking of champions about to be crowned, the World Series is kicking off. The Houston Astros beat the New York Yankees last night in walk-off fashion in Houston. Oof. What a game it was. That was very exciting. It was a fun game. A fun series Houston, overall. Who picked them to go far? I don't know. Somebody down in this basement that's always right. That's I forgot his name. Crazy I don't know. Talk. He's, he's awesome. I wish I could meet him one day, but I can't. Look it's in the, the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, with, I can look in a mirror. I can't meet myself, though. It's weird. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So the Houston Astros are going to the World Series to take on the Washington Nationals. The Nationals fucking swept the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, we didn't even have a chance to talk about that series between our last recording. I didn't and see Washington doing that. I didn't at either. All. I mean, but that just goes to show you that, like, that's the big thing that like will always hold true in baseball, in football, in basketball. The game changes. The way you win a game changes every year. Some years it's okay. We need a guy that can do this. We need a guy that can do that. That's how the, the league is. Baseball, I think, will always remain consistent pitching mm-hmm. pitching and it is what it is and who's got the best what did you see the thing now where they in the playoffs the players were talking about how the ball seems dead yeah in the playoffs i saw that like a lot of people it's are weird com- a lot of people there's were- not as many home runs like no, the regular a lot season. of people are coming out and saying the ball felt different yep and i mean talk about long-term conspiracy theories i mean who's to say that the fucking you know mlb is not juicing or anti-juicing balls to make it seem one thousand percent they are there's no going around it but you have professional players who do nothing but 
it's going to sound weird, but play balls all the time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> hashtag talking about balls. Some of the best in the world ball handlers. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, they, they know what it feels like hitting yeah. that ball, what it sounds like, what, you know, players, when they hear a ball yep. come off a bat, they know what it sounds like, you know, to a, to a fucking tee, what kind of hit it's going to be. They have to know firsthand experience. You have players out there saying that the ball's hitting different. Yep. What the fuck's going on? And, you know, and this is just my opinion. I mean, Major League Baseball has the money to do it. So <clears throat> now that they got shut down because of the stuff that happened recently, why not get the women that, that were jerking off Robert Kraft to inspect all the baseballs? Because obviously they know about, like, the difference in balls and old and wrinkled and deflated <laughs> and all those different things. So they're, who who better to be a ball expert? A juice ball in one hand, a dead ball in the <laughs> yeah, other hand. Yeah, than these yeah. poor Asian women that are now out of work for a a – a, a, a terrible, terrible thing that I don't think should be a crime. Um, little jerky. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You know, a little pleasure. Oh, we're going to a place that I almost felt like I could have got one two years ago. I, I was massage. close, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the Astros are taking on the Washington Nationals. You know, like I said, pitching is key in baseball. Always has been. Always will be. <clears throat> and you have the Astros, in my opinion, have one of the best pitching staffs of all time. Yeah, I mean, they got pushed in, to the limits almost. Insane, but yeah. Excuse me. The Yankees gave them all they could handle, and uh, but still, it was only what game six. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about Tampa Bay in the first series. Oh yeah, yeah, they, Tampa they, Bay. I too. thought Tampa Bay was going to squeak that one out. Tampa Bay was legit. But Our that's, buttholes were both puckered. But that's the yeah. issue with uh, with baseball, I and mean, it happens every year. the The wild card teams come in hot, and that's the team you don't want to face. Yeah. I, I've never wanted to be a one seed in baseball because you have to play the hottest team in the league. Right. And look what happened. Washington won the wild card in the National League. They knocked the fucking Dodgers out. Now they're going to the World Series. The Tampa Bay wins the wild card in the American League, and they almost, almost knock out the fucking out, yep. uh, Astros right off the rip. So that's why I never want the one seed if I'm a baseball fan. Like right. uh, Boston and New York, you guys can brag about that shit all you want about how you're the best team in the league. Fuck you, I don't want it. Give me two or three. Let me <laughs> let me just coast by. <laughs> let or me get the into wild the card. second round yeah. of the playoffs. Will be okay. uh, that's all I want. Um, so yeah, so that should be a good one. I mean, obviously, I picked Houston to win it all going into the playoffs, so I'll <sighs> stick with that. Obviously, um, and I do just think that Houston, they just won the World Series a couple of years ago. They only got better. They have almost the same people, and they've gotten better. I mean, the addition of Michael Brantley in left field is tremendous, and more power to him. I would love to see Michael I hope Brantley he gets get a chance. I hope he I gets really a ring, yeah. Yeah, and then when it comes to the Nationals, I mean, I have no, aside from Jan Gomes, I have really no ties with that team and interest. I just in think them. it's funny that they're in the World Series and Bryce Harper The year gone. Bryce Harper left. Yeah. So, that, so for me, I can watch this, and since the Indians didn't make the playoffs this year, I don't have a anybody to be mad about like the Astros swept us last year I hated them they can go fuck themselves they didn't win awesome now the Astros didn't play the Indians this year I'm over last year so I can go into the World Series with no rooting interest I can just enjoy baseball enjoy the pure game wins. of baseball yeah so I would love it if Washington wins so like you said they can kind of stick it to Bryce Harper yep. who left for 300 million dollars to Philly Philly didn't make the playoffs now Washington's you know playing for a championship and then Houston they've never done anything wrong they're just a good team I mean, maybe they, they cheated. They, maybe they cheated a little bit. Well, we remember built, that they, saga they, last year, right? But they also built that team somewhat correctly until yep. recently, is when they went and spent more money on yep. players. But uh, yeah, up until but then, it was up just, until then, they they just, grew the people up, they yeah. drafted them. Their yeah. farm team, they built them on the on their own homegrown team. Um, all from Mexico, though, which is weird, but. Uh, well, it's closer close enough. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> they, they, that's how Houston's so good. This is, this as is everyone's pre-wall. sneaking into America, their first stop is Houston. So that's how they get all the good players. <laughs> it was pre-wall, so they can get there easier. Then, <laughs> they get you know? first dibs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm going into this. I'll, I'll stick with Houston as my, my pick, but 
truthfully, I could care less. I just want to watch good baseball, and I'm excited for that. Well, I'm more excited the fact that we'll be watching the World Series at is going to be even yep. more relaxing. I love watching it down there. Yeah, dude, every year we're screen. there. It's the World Series. Yeah, we get to. I'll be at a fucking uh, the 24 hour sports bar watching yep. the World Series every night when they're and playing. Unlimited uh, food, uh, drink, everything. Food, drink, and everything. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Cannot wait. All right, so that was a quick baseball thing there. Nothing really too eventful going on because the World Series starting. Again well, with baseball days. too, and I'm showing people listen to this. It's Tuesday morning. I'm gonna mention is I'll put it, I'll be put on Facebook page um, the ideas for my my punishment. And I've already gotten wind of a couple ideas people have had, and I'm not a big fan of any of them so far. So what we're going to do is we're going to put them up for a vote, and I think we're going to – we're doing it – correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle. We're going to do um, – they pick – whichever one gets the most votes is just going to be the one that you do, right? Or are well, we still what, gonna, No, gonna what, I was going to try to drag it out a little bit, have okay. more interaction. I was going to do – you know, first week we'll have people just throw ideas out. Um, you know, because I'll put it on Tuesday morning while we're at the airport getting ready to leave. Yeah, give us something I'll, to read while the, we're hanging yeah, out absolutely. and waiting I'll for get the, I'll get the thread <laughs> going and get ideas, and we'll pick you and I, and because I'll help pick, mm-hmm. um, maybe the four best ones or three best ones. Okay, and then we'll do is we'll put them against each other. You know, so one week we'll have a voting, a poll. You know, this one against this one, what wins? Okay, that one goes to the final, and the next one, this one against this one, what wins there? Okay, then you have the final. So we'll have the people pick what the punishment will be between the, the last two standing. I like it. That sounds good to me. Um, I mean, I'll drag out the tortures, you know, for the next couple of weeks here, but I think it'd be kind of be cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. So we'll, we'll be putting those up this week, like Kyle said. And then, you know, if, if you are going to submit anything, please keep in mind, as I've stated, um, we are going to attempt to um, keep it middle of the road. Like like the ice challenge, like that was rough, but it wasn't killer. It was like five out of ten. Yeah, yeah, we want it to be middle of the road, nothing too crazy. It's not like if you watch Impractical Jokers, it is not going to be at the level of the end punishment. Yeah. So we don't want anything like that. Just give us something funny. Like my suggestion, I'll throw it out there. I don't mind. I think I I don't think I did yet on the show. The same um, one. Yeah. So my suggestion was like here here was an idea. Uh, we do an episode, you know, a normal like hour long episode, and Kyle has to sing everything he says, just because it's not. Oh, I got the pipes too. Man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a little warm up, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So just something like that, nothing too wild. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll let everybody. I'm pick curious and to see where everyone takes it. Yeah. I had one suggestion. Someone said, "Just you know, I'm going to make you chug White Claw," and that would that would be like a ten out of a ten in my in my opinion. So. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. That's the my dream punishment. Um. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so with that, we'll get into NFL really quick. Obviously, as I are getting into the fourth quarter, the one o'clock games at least, but Kyle and I did make our picks early in the week to have those all documented. I did not get a chance to post them online. Please bear with me as I'm preparing for this wedding and trip and all that. I'm sure all of you understand, but I have been so fucking swamped. It's crazy, and like Kyle even texted me the other day, and he's like, Hey, did you get everyone's pick for the survivor thing on our for the shit? I'm like, honest to God, I'm like I didn't even look at them. I haven't had time. I forgot. Like I've been the same. Yeah, I've been running around all over the fucking state, all over Northeast Ohio, back and forth to places, getting clothes tailored and doing this and getting things prepped. It's a, it's a lot of work. It really is. Um, so we'll get into our picks really quick right here. The NFL is going. We had Thursday night football, Kansas City against um denver kyle and i both obviously no brainer took kansas city patrick mahomes did get hurt which is scary uh they're thinking it's only going to be a few weeks he dislocated his kneecap which i saw my fantasy season go right down in the toilet as soon as that happened i was very scared hey what's up man um and then so that was our first pick that game obviously is already over with so we can we can safely say check mark con ground even though he didn't because we're tied yes. or we, we both picked him what, what's the i'm gonna put it on facebook what's our current record right now with this i have 58 you have 52 and that is Oof. without counting the kansas city game so we'll just keep it so we'll keep the it there current 
uh, pick them head to head. Yeah, 58 for me, 52 for you. Okay. While you type that out, I'll keep going here. We have, uh, again, these games are, are already going, and there are a couple upsets looking like. Uh, I mean, obviously they're not over with yet, but there are some upset specials coming. But we have uh, Rams and Falcons. Kyle and I both took the Rams on that one. Then we had Dolphins-Bills, kind of a no-brainer. Both took the Bills. That is, unfortunately, one of the upset-looking games as of right now. It's still a lot of game to be played. Uh, Jaguars-Bengals, both took Jacksonville. Vikings-Lions, uh, I took Minnesota. Kyle took Detroit. That's a tie game right now, so that should be a good finish. Uh, Raiders-Packers, both took Green Bay. Green Bay is up by uh, 18 right now. They just keep piling on Oakland, so good for them. Yep, Okay. that's it. Uh, then we have Indy against Houston. I took the Colts. Kyle took the Texans. Um, then we have Giants and Cardinals, uh, going on right now. That's a close game. Probably an entertaining one with the two rookie quarterbacks going head to head. I took the Giants. Kyle did as well. We went with the home team on that one. Then we have 49ers Redskins, kind of a no brainer, but apparently it's a, uh, there's a huge storm in Washington right now from what I read. Really? And they said basically that they are playing in puddles. So the score is three to nothing San Francisco right now. So that's an interesting kind of game. I wish I could... Wish I could see that one, but it's not being played locally here. But uh, we just, both obviously take took that San money off. We make off this podcast and upgrade. To yeah, the I'm gonna NFL I'm gonna channel. start a Patreon and I'm gonna have you guys donate <laughs> money so I can get the NFL Sunday ticket. <laughs> uh, then we get into the four o'clock games that have yet to kick off. We have the Chargers against the Titans. I took the Chargers. Kyle did as well. Chargers or the Titans benched uh, uh, Marcus Mariota for Brian Tannehill, and we'll see how that goes. But until I see them all play together, I kind of can't get a feel for that. So I'll take the veteran Philip Rivers and the, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Then we have the Saints going into Chicago against the Stout Bears defense. And we both took Chicago in that game just because I'm going with, A, the home team. They're coming off of a bye. Uh, no Alvin Kamara for the, the the Saints. No Jared Cook. A lot of injuries. Obviously still Teddy Bridgewater water at quarterback. So I'm just going to go with the home team Bears. I think that uh, Teddy's luck doesn't run out, but I just don't think he's going to be able to perform. Like he has been. Did you see? Did you mention the Bengals Jaguars seven six? I didn't mention the score, but I, I went I, over that Bengals one. Bengals is Bengals winning right now. Yeah, and that's Do- another and shit Dolphins game. winning too. Yep. Wow. Uh, then we have uh, game of the week here for me at least. I'm excited to watch this one at four thirty. Ravens Seahawks. That should be a good one. Let's see if uh, the Seahawks are as good as they looked against us, or if the Browns are just that bad of a team. See okay, how they. Who do we pick? I think I took Seattle, right? We both took Seattle, okay. yeah. So I, I'm going with, you know, Russell Wilson's playing like an MVP. He's probably, as of right now, if the, if the, if the season ended today, he is an MVP, or the MVP. And uh, I just think, they're. I don't, I don't, Lamar Jackson, I'm not comparing him to Steph Curry at all because Steph Curry's a Hall of Famer. But to me, Lamar Jackson, I've said it many times, I think is very overrated. If you game plan for him properly, like the Browns did, like the Chargers did in the playoffs like last year, like some other teams have done, you can kind of easily shut him down. So that's why I'm going with the hometown Seahawks. That's a long way to travel for Baltimore, and I'm just going to go with the uh, the better team. Yeah. So I'm, I took Seattle, so did Kyle. Uh, the nighttime game, we had Doug Peterson guarantee a win over the Dallas Cowboys for his Philadelphia Eagles. And, I mean, that got me kind of fired up, and I stuck with it. I'm on the Doug Peterson train, and so is Kyle. Choo-choo. We both took Philly for the eight, the the night game, Sunday night football. We have Eagles-Cowboys, and like I said, we both took Philly for that one. And then we round it all out with Monday night, Patriots at Jets. Uh, to me, this was my surprise pick of the week. I took the Jets just because, A, I got my my two friends from, they were, you know, they're from 
Long Island, the one now lives in Virginia, but they are diehard Jet fans, and they're coming down to my wedding, so I figure as a nice treat to them, as a, as a gesture, the best I could, I picked their Jets as the hmm. upset special game of the week, and because I'm up by six over Kyle, so I had a little bit of wiggle room, I thought, the fuck it. The cocky play. And, you know, I don't think nah, New England's going to go undefeated all year, uh, so I think they have to kind of fall into a trap game, and I think this one might be it. In New York, Sam Darnold just got back, the Jets just beat the Cowboys last week, they look like they have a new life to them. And I'm just gonna say fuck it. This is the one trap game. I think the I think the Patriots kind of get caught looking ahead to next week against Cleveland, and I think the Jets come out and kind of slap them in the face. And then New England's gonna take out all of their frustration on us when we can when we play them in Week Eight. Um, I, I I I just have to disagree. I mean, I think New England doesn't take any game off, and every game to I mean, them but is they, like a championship. They are known game. early in the year, especially when you get September October. New England usually has a clunker game, and they lose to like a team like Miami or Buffalo back in the day. Like they always, they seem to always do that early in the season. They really have. That's been a trend. So I'm gonna just guess, just because I thought, fuck it, this could be All a right. huge. Thanks one. for giving me that win. If I get it, that's, that's a, I'm gonna look really impressive then. <laughs> So, yeah, I went with the Jets just for the one game. Kyle took New England. Um, don't get me wrong. New England was the no-brainer pick, but I like a little spiciness in our picks. I didn't want them to all be. I think we only had, like, two differences this week. I could so I gain was, like, some ground this it. week. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, fuck it. Let's let's make it fun. I don't want to blow it out. Like, if I go up by, like, 10 next week, I'm going to be like, it's going to be really hard for Kyle to catch up. So, <laughs> I, I, I'll switch it up a little bit. Uh so yeah, with that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We're going to wrap it up. I mean, we still almost went an hour, which was pretty good. I didn't think we'd have that much to go or to do, but... Uh, we do have some shit ready for when we're on vacation. We are going to be keeping updates or updating you guys with things. We're going to do quick little video segments and maybe a couple audio things. We'll upload and shit while we're down there. Hopefully we have no technical difficulties. Uh, we are going to do our best to keep in touch. Um, won't be consistent. So I'm not going to say like, okay, expect it Tuesday or expect it this day. We're literally going to be spur the moment. We're going to be hanging out at the pool, you know, eating, drinking, whatever. And then we'll just go, you know what? You want to record something really quick? So we'll knock it out like that. It's going to be very sporadic. Uh, but we are going to try to keep in touch with everybody and, you know, do some shit while we're down there. And then Kyle will be back before me, almost a week before me. <laughs> really, I'm down there a long fucking time. Um, so when Kyle comes back, he's going to he's gonna have a bunch of shit on his... He's bringing down some cameras and stuff. So he'll have extra things to maybe even upload when he gets back for the page. And that'll be all cool. I'll, you know, he can knock that out if he has the time when he comes back. But... If, God forbid, the unthinkable happens and, you know, we all die going down there first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everybody for listening. And if this is my last show, I hope it wasn't that bad. Wow, we just went dark with the whole thing. <laughs> we are flying down together, so one goes, we saying. all go. That's what I'm saying. Planes only crash once, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, we're walking away from that one. but uh, no, I think it'd be fun. No, but I, I do plan on recording a lot. Yeah, so we're going to have, a, we're gonna so have we'll a lot have of shit. We're going to have some fun. Try to keep in touch with everybody. We may or may not be sober when we're doing these things. But yeah, way, I'm usually sober when I'm in it all. You only can drink place. I, I'm 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 a very responsible adult. Yes, <laughs> yes. as you guys saw from that infamous <laughs> uh, Brown Season Eve night video that I made. Where oh, I looked that like was, a, that's great. I'm not even mad about how drunk and stupid I was. I'm mad that the Browns, that we got fucking killed by Tennessee the next day. <laughs> that's all I'm mad about. I don't even care about how drunk I was talking about beating women or whatever I said. I go was to, go to the tape. Yeah, I was more pissed that we got our asses kicked. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back to a regularly scheduled show in a couple of weeks when I come back. I get back on the 2nd. Yeah, I'm back on the of November 29th. So yeah. I'm, I won't be functional until the 30th. So. Yeah. And with that being said, I, I, when I come back on the 2nd, the last thing I'm going to want to do is record an episode. 
that weekend. I'm probably just going to not leave my house. I'm going to be laying down all weekend. So, I mean, maybe we could get an episode in that weekend, but we'll Kyle and I'll talk about that off the air. But so we'll, we'll get back to normal soon. But like I said, plenty of updates, plenty of shit to do. Give us your punishment suggestions on Tuesday. Kyle's going to make a post. So start thinking of stuff for that. And that's going to do it. Anything, Kyle? You got anything else? Nope. I'm just excited to get past these two next two days and get on the way. Absolutely. Can't come soon enough. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Take it easy.